Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, the legit boss. You are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and uh, filmed live on the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson, where Jeffrey Nguyen just dropped a ton of gifted uh, subs. Thank you so much, Jeffrey. On our friendos and a bunch of other people are subbing. So follow us over there at the Twitch, man. It's always a good time. Uh, play some tunes beforehand, and uh, uh, if you follow us over there too, on Thursday, I'm sorry, on Saturday nights now, uh, I do unsolved mystery streams with the Enforcer. That's a lot of fun. Uh, so shout out to the Enforcer also for hanging out with us uh, for our Hell in a Cell live reactions today earlier on YouTube. Uh, that was a lot of fun. All the friendos for hanging out with us. That was a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, and Hell in a Cell in general is a pay per view. Uh, we got ourselves a new WWE champion and a new SmackDown Women's Champion. Uh, let's start with that first one, man. You said you felt that match was a bit of a slog, but not a bad match. For yeah. some reason, I thought that the ambulance match was a much more of a slog. Than oh, that this. was a slog too. It, they they both. I mean, it was there. There, Orton, in particular, works uh, 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 methodically. Uh, uh, a methodical pace. Thank you. A methodical pace, more or less, always has. His uh, pretty awesome match against Edge, best match ever, was a bit of an outlier. Let's yeah. say he hasn't had good matches in his career. He has. Morton mm-hmm. can put on a good match. He just works a more methodical pace. And this was that. I, you know, The story being told here was uh, a hard-hitting uh, affair where uh, Randy Orton was just, I don't know, just a bit more crafty than Drew, willing to go that extra step that Drew might not have gone to get the win. Drew That's kind of looked, of it. yeah, he kind of looked like an asshole by the end of this because he did a little bit. Randy, I, mean, I think it's compounded too with the ambulance match where Drew essentially needed the help of a bunch of legends to get that win. Yeah, um, this was you know Randy had said this in a promo a couple weeks ago. You need to win this, Drew, to solidify your legacy. My legacy is already solid, um, and uh, and Drew came up short. Randy's now the champion. Uh, Drew has been an absolutely terrific champion. Yeah, he's been great. Uh, I don't know if this is the last that we've seen of him for now as champion. I don't know. They might trade this back and forth a little bit. What do you? What's your take on on where this is going to go next? Uh, this is definitely not the last we've seen of Drew as champion. 
um, I think he's done uh, as about as, as, as good as one could expect given the situation. Um, you know, I think he's exceeded basically every expectation. He's carried himself like a top guy. Mm-hmm. He is a top guy. Mm-hmm. He's put on some really, really fun matches. Um, as far as his title reign, uh, in my estimation, uh, it's been an absolute home run. Um, he's really established himself as one of the faces of WWE during this title reign. Now, I guess the conversation leads to, are they going to use, is Orton going to carry this belt to whatever, to, to whenever he uh, inevitably faces edge again? Is this going to be, is this going to lead to Orton edge for the title? Mm -hmm. You know, um, or, you know, uh, someone here in chat mentioned earlier is Bray going to interject himself especially given the, the the ample history he has with Randall Keith Orton. Um, there's various directions they can go. I guess they can have, maybe they'll do Bray, they do Bray Randy, have Bray take the title off him, maybe have Drew face Bray at Mania, and if they have Mania in front of a crowd, uh, Drew could finally get that Mania moment with the crowd that, you know, if circumstances were different, he would have gotten this year when he defeated Brock Lesnar. It all depends on, I mean, obviously on how Vince feels as Drew as a champion. Um, I'd really love to see him win it back when there's fans around. Uh, yeah, you can go any number of ways. Uh, we, th- th- tonight was actually a really consequential show because we have a new Money in the Bank champion um, or Money in the Bank uh, contract holder. Yeah, briefcase holder. Uh, with yeah. The Miz. Um, that was a shocking turn of events. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I thought that you know some of us in chat and somebody uh, in our in our YouTube comments felt that Miz would win, and then you know given the brutal the brutal nature of Hell in a Cell, by the end of that one, Drew wins, Miz cashes in, which is kind of what I had said was a possibility as well. That didn't happen because Drew lost his championship. Now if Drew had had hit that Claymore, yeah, and picked up the three, he was in a perfect position. I mean this is all in storyline, you know, being beat up enough to have a hard time with Miz and Morrison. And that's how I saw it potentially playing out. Uh, that didn't happen. Randy Orton looked like he barely broke a sweat by the end of yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you've got a bad guy with the briefcase. You got a bad guy with the championship. You got a bad guy over on, on SmackDown. If Miz thinks he's going to cash in on Roman Reigns, he's got another thing coming. Um, yeah. yeah. So there are a lot of great pieces that are potentially in place here. I agree I'll, with you. Drew's been a great champion, and I, yeah, I want to see it fantastic. again. Fantastic. Here, here's here's something I'll, I'll posit to you. So let's say the plan is for right now, Drew gets his, his another title shot at Mania in front of fans. He wins. Huge moment for Drew. Coronation, so on and so forth. Let's say, you know, the trajectory of of, of coronavirus currently. Where you know, I think a lot of states are already starting to see uh, uh, the, the the start of what's probably going to be a pretty rough fall and winter um, in terms of more cases, new cases. So I don't you know. There's a lot of states that are starting the process of opening up or have already opened up. Uh, you know, Florida has pretty much said, "Hey, uh, sports venues, have at it. You can open the doors to everybody if you want to." Depending if that gets bad, uh, WWE comes to find out. Well, we can't do many in front of fans anymore. Oh, that's not going to happen. Well, M- I mean, Mania is—they're going to have fans at Mania. That's let's happening. see. I'm—I'm I'm just putting this out there. So now they got the situation where Miz has the briefcase. They have that in their back pocket. So if they have the situation where Drew is at Mania at Thunderdome, mm-hmm. just follow along with me. And they really want him to have his moment in front of fans. Maybe not at Mania, but it's a fan because they think the the place is going to explode when he wins. 
he can win whatever match of Mania. Miz cashes in then, gets all that heel heat mm-hmm. for denying Drew a moment. And then once they have fans again, bang, Drew beats Miz for the title, has this huge moment. Yeah, maybe. I feel like, I don't know, I think that Randy's, pri- if he's going to beat anybody, it's got to be Orton because of this feud. It's been so big. Um, uh, so, yeah, I don't know. You know, like you said, you know, Edge is going to be on the way back soon. There's a lot of moving pieces. Who knows how this is going to fall into place. You got the Fiend there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. It, and AJ would, Styles, you got you got a lot of people. It wouldn't surprise me Raw. right now if Drew you know, tries to get a rematch but gets gets sidetracked by the fiend. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh somebody else steps up. Uh I'm trying to think what other faces do they have on That was Raw? the thing, because in the draft, Raw brought over a ton of heels. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they're they're lineup challengers for Drew between now and Mania. I mean that they, they made it, that's how I read all that. O Dog suggests Keith Lee. Keith Lee and Braun have a thing if Keith Lee gets a couple of decisive victories out of uh Braun Strowman. I mean, mm-hmm. at the next, you know, you got Survivor Series, so you could potentially do. And who wouldn't want to see Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns? Obviously, you know, you can you can have Randy Orton. Maybe this is maybe that's part of the thing. Maybe they really want to do brand versus brand. Mm-hmm. If they only did Raw versus SmackDown and left NXT out of it, that'd be a shame. But if they did that, Roman could very. I mean, there's no there's no shame in having. Randy Orton lose to Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is the guy, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it's a dream match. I mean, in terms of yeah, maybe they want these to save two from taking that loss. I could be. Yeah, um, that that could be. Um, I don't know. I think there's a lot of interesting pieces in place. Um, what do you think of Hell in a Cell in general? I thought that we had three really, really, really one, oh, like match of the year candidate for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Sasha uh, and Bailey was outstanding. I thought the storytelling in, in Roman versus Jay. Again, it was another slower match, but the payoff at the end I thought was executed really well. Um, um, it was kind of the inverse of what we saw at Clash uh, with uh, Jimmy and Jay. Um, and, and it's interesting to see interesting to see where that goes from here. Are the Usos going to bend the knee, fall in line behind Roman, or are they going to get kicked out of the family? Um, there's some intrigue there. Sasha and Bailey put on a, a, a damn clinic. Um, uh, and Bailey, or sorry, Sasha's three Hell in a Cell matches. We've seen some incredibly creative stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, the match was just, long and it never dragged. Like, no, it, it never it, did. It never they did. went, it was obvious. It was obvious that they devised and, and, and walked through the Hell in a Cell and just came up with so many creative spots mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to go through, and they didn't stop for a second. Mm-mm. That match was excellent. It was so good. Uh, we do have a new SmackDown Women's Champion in Sasha Banks, uh, and uh, uh, so and Bailey at this point, if if the graphic I read was correct, she is the longest reigning com- in com- number of combined days. Smackdown as champion, champion yeah. across all the uh, across all the belts, uh, NXT, SmackDown, Raw, everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's only number two to uh, Fabulous Moolah's ridiculous reign. But which she owned she, the belt. Which she, she owned the belt. She owned the belt. But in terms of people who have been champion the longest, she's like the Bruno now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so nine hundred and something days. I, I yeah, something correctly. like that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's great. 
I could easily see her winning at this point, the Royal Rumble to come back to Sasha to set up what should be the WrestleMania main event because you know they'd kill it. I don't know that it will be because you got Roman and The Rock probably main eventing, but uh, that's going to be the show stealer for sure if they decide to wait that long. I hope they do. I think that uh, I'm trying to think who else is on SmackDown. They just had the draft now, so I'm trying to think who else is on SmackDown as a face that could sort of steal, unless they want to do like a really, really long program. Uh, with matches at every pay-per-view between now and WrestleMania, I kind of feel like you need to lay off that a little bit, let these two reconvene. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the, the term most likely challenger after Bailey, but again, after Bailey, you'd think that'd be Bianca Belair. Bianca, yeah. Well, I'm, I wanted Bianca versus Bailey is, oh, is, yeah. is how you want to go. I mean, yeah. that's because you're... You know, number one, that you can you can have your cake and eat it too because you can you can make something really big out of Bianca with mm-hmm. a feud with Bailey. She meets up with Sasha, and right now she loses. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the meantime, Bailey ends up winning the Royal Rumble. You know, she goes on, takes on Sasha. Maybe Bailey wins at WrestleMania, and mm-hmm. then the next night or the next Friday or whatever they are, uh, Bianca challenges her then. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot of great pieces in place. They could do a lot of fun stuff. Uh, yep. the show opened up if I can get my, uh, my notes. Oh, oh yeah. By the way, if anybody's curious, uh, I reti- dominant fashion tonight. Yeah. You can, well, I knew it, wow. it was, it was gonna be a feast or famine situation for a Larson with my, you had picks. to take some risks because I was going to, excuse me, Not I was going to more or less pick all the same things as you. And that's, that's, I got no chance of winning then. So I had to, I just had to, I had to take some chances. Like you also Lewis. you also held on. It's upside down though. You also uh, are the first winner of oh, the going really? into Rock Cup. Yes. By how much? What was the point spread? So well, we with Orton's win, Orton, Orton's win, you end up winning by twenty four. You're at twenty four points ahead. We did the we did our our draft, mm-hmm. uh, our mock draft. You can go check take a look at that. And now I've officially hold the going. Look, I'm like Ultimo Dragon right now. You gotta you gotta add something to it. The trophy, the cup. You got to put a cup on it. Actually, I got to. Well, that's my that's my task now. So the next pay per view, we will vie for this again uh, mm-hmm. uh, via our draft. So mm-hmm. good job, me. Well done. Although I did break it, I broke the title. So not good job. Not good job. Bad job. Bad, Bad Steve. job, Steve. Bad Steve. So uh, kickoff show. There was one match: our uh, truth versus Drew Gulak for the twenty four seven title. It was pretty funny at the beginning. Uh, Drew uh, was talking to little Jimmy and then kicked him out of the ring. Uh, in the end, though, R-Truth picked up the win, uh, uh, hitting a, a jackknife cover on Drew. And then now that the match has ended, uh, 24-7 rules are back in effect. Lucha House Party, Akira Tozawa, they run down the ringside area. There's some fighting and stuff. Uh, Drew runs over the commentary table and just says, uh, R-Truth's hero, John Cena sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And that was it. And then Ali had a promo on the kickoff show as well, uh, where he said, "Hey, hurt business. Let's have a match. You take anybody from uh, your your faction, and you can even pick any one of us, and we'll have a match." Uh, I kind of feel like Ali should have, like, you know, at least got to choose who fights for retribution. Maybe they would have had a better chance. He should do this every time, and every time they choose Slapjack, <laughs> every time Slapjack just gets beat up. Oh, man. Oh, man. Pretty bad. Another not-so-good night for Retribution. Yeah, that didn't play out very well for them, did it? No. No. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And then the main show kicked off with Universal Title Bout, Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns. This was a lot like the previous match. Uh, I mean, it was like the it was basically like the previous match, just probably thirty percent turned up with the violence because mm-hmm. there were two spots when it left us questioning uh, if somebody. I mean, I guess we had this answer last year when Seth Rollins on the verge of murdering Bray Wyatt, mm-hmm. the match was mm-hmm. called off or whatever. Who, who got the win? And Seth just got the win in that one. Is that how that worked? No, I think he was DQ'd. He was DQ'd. Okay. So at this because Hell in he a Cell. attempted murder. So at this Hell in a Cell, it was an I quit Hell in a Cell match. Jay was able to, you know, I mean, it was a lot of back and forth. Jay was putting up a decent fight. Roman had an amazing gold glove or gl- oh, gold yeah. gauntlet. Yeah. Looked amazing. On his Superman punch hand. Yeah. It was fantastic. Well, then so, Jay had some cool gear. Yeah, I mean, he was wearing white. It wasn't gold. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, I mean, you got to give him some credit. He had the, he as, had the white as, lay. As a visual. Yeah. As the baby face. Yeah. Went up against the heels. Good visual. Yeah, it was all right. Wasn't anything uh, out, of, out of the ordinary? No, but it, given the circumstance, given the match, given the story, it looked good. Yeah. So uh, so at one point, Jimmy, he gets like a leather strap from mm-hmm. under the ring. Jay, you mean? Jay, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Jay. And he wraps it around Roman's neck it's a couple times and chokes him to basically so he loses consciousness. Mm-hmm. Problem with that is he can't say anything when he's asleep, mm-hmm. so the match isn't over. Yeah. Uh, Jay is not the new Universal Champion. No, because Roman never said I quit. Right, exactly. Uh, so eventually Roman comes to uh, uh, Jay gets a chair. He loads it up. Roman gives him a Superman punch. I mean, Jay ate what three spears in this thing? 
At least two. Yeah. Yeah, three, uh, I think. Yeah, three. So he takes over. He, he eventually takes over. He uh, ends up sort of putting Jay's head uh, in between the post and the ring steps. Is that right? And then he did like yeah, a... He, uh, yeah, he put, some, he put the, the top part of the ring steps on the apron Yeah, and pinned Jay's head between... Those on the ring post, yeah. And then he does like the drive-by drop kick thing. Mm-hmm. So Jay is out. He's out. Yeah. So uh, uh, Roman drags his lifeless body back to the center of the ring, and uh, and he's about to ki- he like grabs the steps, and he, he's he's the ref wants to end it. The ref wants to call it. It's like it's yeah. done. Yeah. Um. And, and Roman tosses the ref from the ring. He's pissed off. He's like, no, yeah. you're not going to do that. He, because Jay didn't say the words. He didn't say the words. I mean, Roman he hadn't said say the, the words. words earlier. They didn't toss the match then. Yeah. So, he, you know, Roman wants to make sure Jay says these words. So, uh, anyways, he grabs some steel steps, and uh, he's about to. Is that before? Did he do, he, did, he did that before or after Scrap Iron all them came down? Yeah, the ref tries to stop it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Scrap Iron, uh, uh, Pat Buck, Jamie Noble, a couple of refs, they all come down. Um, Roman basically like shoes them all away. Yeah, yeah. He gets and some steel he, steps. Yeah, yeah. And he's about to murder his cousin uh, because he hasn't said I quit because he's sleeping. And then Jimmy comes running in, drapes himself over Jay, and he's like, you know what? What's what's gotten into you? Do you have some of the written some of the dialogue here? Because yeah, the I have a, really I have good. a little bit. I have a little bit because yeah. uh, he's, he's going on. Hey, what's wrong with you? He says whatever's going on, we can all we can work through it. Yeah. We're family, and Roman kind of starts getting emotional. He starts crying. Yeah, and he's good. He, he's sitting on the mat, kind of a hand over his face, crying. Um, and he's and saying, Jimmy "What have says, I become?" Yeah, what have I become? And Jimmy's like, "Hey, this is all about family." Extends his hand out. You know, Roman takes it, brings him in, and then uh, holds there for a couple seconds, and then he goes right in guillotine on Jimmy, mm-hmm. chokes him out. Mm-hmm. And this is this the visual. Of this was real. This is actually really well done in, in terms of directing. So Jimmy's getting choked out. You see a shot of him, and he's screaming at his brother to wake up, grabbing him, shaking him, yeah. trying to pull him over to him to help him. Yeah. And Jay comes to enough. He he kind of makes a move to try to break it up. He's too beat up. He's too weak to save his brother. He says, "I quit." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So uh, 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 Roman eventually releases it. Uh, walks out of the out of the ring, out of the cage, and then Atha and Sika. Mm-hmm are at the top of the ramp to meet Roman. They both embrace him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Roman poses with the title with both of them on the uh, on the stage while uh, Jay is just, like, despondent. Yeah. He is wrecked. He's crying. He's in, Jimmy's consoling him. Um, it's they, they did a good job of selling the moment how rough that is for the Usos. Yeah. And how basically indifferent Roman was at the top of the stage just to blank expression same with Afa and Sika though <laughs> I mean they they very quickly impl- embraced Roman yeah yeah they're like good job good job son. yeah so uh, I, I'm guessing on Smackdown we're gonna have some sort of thing where uh J- Jay and Jimmy either pledge their loyalty to their tribal chief they're or gonna eat some shit man they're gonna eat some shit yep falling behind out of the family yep uh, that's gonna happen so that'll be that should be for some fun stuff there's a lot of cool interesting directions they can go here um, you mentioned it during the stream. You know, will Jimmy and Jay uh, conspire to try to bring Roman back around to his senses, uh, or will they get a taste of what it's like to to feel some of this tribal chief power 
and be totally fine riding his coattails. And get intoxicated by it. Yes. So, yeah, there's a lot of really interesting directions they can go with this. It's probably sure. one of the, if if not the best story in WWE right now, is definitely one of them. Oh, absolutely. Uh, speaking of not the best story in WWE right now, Elias the other end of the Jeff, scale. Yeah, yeah, Elias versus Jeff Hardy, perfectly fine match. Would have been a really good uh, uh, Raw main event or a decent Raw main event um, as a pay per view match. Actually, it wouldn't have been a good Raw main event because it ended in the DQ. However, not the DQ direction I saw coming because it was it was it was Elias. He's getting beat up. He goes ringside to get the guitar to hit uh, Jeff Hardy with it. Jeff, though, kicks Elias in the gut and then hits him with the guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we Jeff, you had the upper hand. We should have seen this coming. I mean, I, 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 I went for Elias to get the win here. I didn't think it was going to go this way either. But, you know, Jeff attempted this and missed last week on Raw. So, of course, his objective now, hit him with guitar. Before he could hit Jeff Hardy has such a story career. He didn't care about wins and losses anymore. Well, we should. I mean, he's fighting for his name because Elias is trying to still go on about, hey, Jeff Hardy hit me with a car. Well, yeah, that's a that's a pretty big accusation. And he ha- he should be within his rights to get restitution. He should by winning the, a wrestling match. You going out there taking swings at people with with, with guitars. It's not a good look, Jeff Hardy. Uh, I know, look. and this gives further credence to Elias's theory that Jeff Hardy exactly, impact. and that's why Jeff Hardy needs to think about this and not do these things. That's well, my point. He is who we think he is. He is the man who ran down Elias. I think that's been confirmed at this point. We'll see. Elias, we'll is see. That would that man. would be a that would be a turn of events. If that yeah. it was Jeff Hardy. Maybe he had, he bought like a Sheamus wig and wore it while he ran over Elias. Who knows? Oh yeah. So uh, speaking uh, of which, yeah, <laughs> we had a Tucky interview where uh, uh, he's asked, uh, how do you feel about this whole Miz thing? I'm really angry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, he's really angry. He, he basically raised his voice there, too. He did. Uh, that match was next. And Otis has new music now. Yeah. Which, you know, you would have thought would have would have meant would have signaled uh, a fairly uh, uh, easy day at the office. Unfortunately for him. He had a best friend who swerved well, him. It was an easy day at the office for Otis, more or less. I mean, Morrison got involved a couple times, but Otis was dominating this match. Yeah. Um, yes, until the aforementioned friend, Tucky, mm-hmm. uh, turned mm-hmm. on 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 Otis. So uh, Miz uh, kicks, up kicks Otis, sends him towards the ropes. Tucky's there. And earlier, Morrison tried to hit Otis with the big briefcase. Ref saw him, kicked him out. Um, so, uh, Tucky grabs the briefcase, clocks Otis with it, and Miz sold it pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, he did, yeah. Obvious, not in cahoots whatsoever. Um, and that was solidified with the interview after the fact. Covers up Otis, gets the win. Miz is now Mr. Money in the Bank. Um, let's be honest, man. Let's be honest. I know you have, I, you and I have disagreed on this. Miz is a much more believable money in the bank contract holder than Otis. I don't disagree with that point. I don't disagree with the, the, the point that he is more believable. He's got a legacy. I understand that. That being said, it was under the assumption that Drew was going to retain and Roman obviously going to retain. And just the way they've booked the Miz of late, I don't find him, even though he is a more credible uh, contract holder than Otis. I don't find him still legitimate enough to cash in on Drew. I just didn't. This is a fun conversation to have. Let me ask you this. All right. 
out of all the money in the bank contract holders, mm-hmm. what is the ratio of people who you find believable, but or, and, and those who you don't like Sandow? Sandow, I think, actually could have been for if was Sandow was Sandow a champion when like or I'm sorry was he holding the contract when so I know he cashed in on John Cena and lost embarrassingly. Did was John Cena holding the big gold belt at the time? Oh, I don't recall. Um, because Sandow could have been legitimate if it was the big gold belt when the big gold belt meant. A whole lot of nothing. When it was like really Jack Swagger, Alberto Del Rio, Sheamus, when it was those guys, I feel like Sandow could have been the guy who was on the precipice of being that kind of champion, mm-hmm. but not WWE champion. Mm-hmm. Baron Corbin, maybe also that. If they wanted to really push Baron, like he's been de pushed pretty big time. Oh, yeah. Maybe there. Like Anderson, I know they really like, were high on him. I never saw that. I never saw that. Um, I mean, Swagger won it, and we see yeah. how bad that was. Yeah. Like, I think he was a totally undeserving money in the bank guy. Yeah. But it's not uncommon for them to come. I mean, Miz originally, I don't know if a lot of people really saw that as, are you believable? I mean, even his WrestleMania was like one of the worst WrestleManias of all time, yeah. in part, in part. Because, you know, his match, his main event spotlight was basically just fuel for Rock versus Cena the next year. Oh, that's totally what it was, yeah. Yeah, and and in fact, he lost it the very next month. Um, To John Cena. So, uh, Miz is an opportunist. He does have legacy. And I think that on the raw side of things, on the raw side of no, not even close on SmackDown. That's never going to happen. Never going to happen. Roman has a tight grip on that. That's never going to. He embarrassed Braun Strowman a couple weeks ago on SmackDown. Oh, yeah. Over on the Raw side of things, there's a lot of fluidity. And that's perfect for Miz's character as an opportunist. I understand. That's that. I understand always been that. my point. I know. I understand all that. And I, I hope you understand my point. That's the way he's been booked, especially of late, where he and Morrison uh, are a bit on the bumbling side. In fact, uh, it. it Dude, watch the the whole stuff with the van and Braun Strowman again. All right, <laughs> for months, for months they basically been portrayed as clowns. All right, they have been. Morrison lost to Otis in like two and a half minutes. They're not. They have not been threats in the ring. They have not been ever since they lost the tag titles at Mania. They have not been threats. That's good. You're 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 bringing up good evidence here. I'm not going to refute know. the evidence. I know this isn't coming out of nowhere. But I, I do look ev- at these guys as when you have that kind of legacy. It's really easy to reestablish it. I know, but that's not something you could do right away, which is I'm happy they didn't have Miz cash in tonight because if they had him cash in, I'm like, oh, suddenly he's someone I need to take seriously after months of you telling me this guy was basically a joke. If he All would right. have cashed in on Drew McIntyre, if Drew had won and he was in the state he was in, it'd totally be believable. He came off the side well, of Well, of course cell. it'd be believable because Orton would have kicked the crap out of him, not anything Miz did. Right. Well, storyline, you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. But storyline-wise... Like the ingredients are there. There are no ingredients but then, on but then SmackDown next time, for Roman. Whenever, whenever Miz had to cash in, I'd just be, oh, he's losing this. Yeah, that's how you. That's how you always feel about chicken shit heels, though. Like when Jericho had the titles, mm-hmm. had both the titles. That's how I always felt. And sure enough, he was just around for for Triple H to take that title off him. So, uh, so, and and those are the kind of situations that Vince does put his wrestlers in. Sometimes he does take stories in those directions. Sometimes, so that's why I thought it was a possibility. 
Um, so anyways, uh, yeah, uh, Miz is now, I mean, that does throw, you know, like you said earlier, Raw's got a ton of heels. Um, so I don't know how that's going to play the, out. With the heel champ now. Um, a, a heel champ and a heel money in the bank contract holder. Every, yeah. Yeah, everybody's and a heel, a heel. heel U.S. champ. Yeah. yeah. Is he? Well, I guess Hurt Business is now kind of <laughs> a tweener. It depends. It depends. Like if Hurt Business or Go Up gets retribution, their faces, otherwise their heels, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I guess by definition, that's tweener territory. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, uh, Miz and Morrison had an interview afterwards. Uh, Miz, again, puts out his bona fides why he rightfully should be Mr. Money in the Bank. He said he did what was necessary for this business to thrive. This briefcase has meaning and purpose. I won't squander it. It's a golden opportunity. Um, I've done it before. I'm putting the WB and Universal <laughs> champions on notice. Um, and then Miz says uh, Otis took Money in the Bank and his best friend for granted. That's when Tucky walks in, uh, says, this isn't about you, Miz. Uh, Tucky says that uh, he and Otis were supposed to be a team, but uh, Tucky says, I always carry the load. Hey, Tucky, get the tag to Otis to hit the Caterpillar to finish. He said, I did everything for Otis. I, you know, encouraged him to ask Mandy out. I did everything for the team. And for what? To always be an afterthought. Truth is, Otis can't function without him. He can't tie his shoes without me around. And then Otis runs in just plows through Miz and Morrison yeah. and then he and Tucky start brawling backstage. So we have one potential issue here. And in WBI's eyes, I'm sure it's minor. Yeah, it was on SmackDown. <laughs> minor. It's a, it's, it's an, it's a afterthought. It's yeah. yeah. That is not an issue, but go Otis ahead. Yeah. is on SmackDown. Yeah. Tucky is on raw. Yeah. I mean, I, you would think, I mean, they have to get Otis back on raw. It's where everything that Otis is, is. Um, they'd have to get him back on Raw. Mm-hmm. They have to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's let's be honest, man. Otis fighting Tucky at this point with the way they booked Otis, even though they book him strong in the ring, he, he's not really booked as like, or he's not really written as like a, a relatable human character. He is a comedy gag. Um, mm-hmm. That's sort of where he belongs, you know, just in a feud with, with Tucky. Um, we'll see if that changes him or adds any dimension to his character. I don't know that it will. I don't know that I want it to because I like yeah. his stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know yeah. either. I like. I uh, do like. Do, let me ask you this: just in general, in generalities, do you like the 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 briefcase on Miz, or do you wish they would have kept it on Otis? I mean, I kind of feel like it's a lose lose regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we'll a lot of that's based there. on how I, yeah, because especially if now. AJ with, Styles had been in the same spot great, as Miz. Great. That's great. Yeah. that's. I think that's a, a he would have been a good choice. I think it would have been a really good choice if he just wanted to begin with. I like uh, it better on Miz just because it gives you more options. I think you could build them back up. Yeah, if they take their time. I mean, I guess it's possible, but they have to, that has to start Monday. You know, that has to start Monday. Uh, but then you got a heel champ. So uh, you got to wait till Orton drops that belt, unless Miz says hell with it. My championships, you know, out of kayfabe, if you will. You know, I want that title. I don't care who's holding it. Mm-hmm. But cash in. Yeah. You know. So who knows? I don't know. That'd be some interesting symmetry there, anyways, because Orton is who he cashed mm-hmm. on in the first place. Uh, now so, here's yeah. the thing: if if it ends up being he cashes in on Orton, Orton RKO's him and, and wins, then. 
just keep it, then i mean a lot of this could be hindsight if if miz tries to cash in fails then i i just would have thought you know just keep keep, keep it on otis that that would thing been, that'd be terrible yeah do the thing where he cashes in a roman yeah he gets destroyed but he's honorable in defeat you know mm-hmm, yeah he yeah, takes sure. his butt whipping but he you know he comes out looking pretty good because mm-hmm. he doesn't back down he doesn't give up you can build otis a bit that way going up against basically the unstoppable force that is Roman, mm-hmm. cashes in, puts in a good fight, good 12-minute match, loses. Yeah. As long as he didn't get decimated, as long as he didn't get squashed, yeah, that's fine. He could have been fine. Raw should be interesting tomorrow because of all this stuff, though. Uh, so after that, we had uh, SmackDown Women's Championship oh, man. on the great. line. Sasha Banks versus Bayley, like we mentioned at the beginning. Uh, there's just so much creativity uh, in this match, mm-hmm. uh, we had uh, to start things off. Bailey comes out with her chair, uh, and uh, Sasha drop kicked the chair out of the cell before it closed. So then Bailey was out her best friend chair. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, th- it's just th- this is one of those matches you g- you got to see you got to see a lot of the stuff to believe it. Some of the yeah. things that stood out to me, there was that great meteora. They were they sort of were fighting over a table on the outside, and Bailey had collapsed one side of the legs. So it sort of functioned as a ramp. Obviously, she wanted to, you know, put uh, Sasha through that. Mm-hmm. Well, Sasha ended up like running up the table and hitting a meteora up against oh, the cage and great. got her in. Hit another. I like, I like how strong she's using that meteora because it is a really mm-hmm. fun move. Yeah, she employed it several times tonight. Mm-hmm. There was um, some kendo sticks connecting from uh, the ring steps to the to the cage to the cell wall uh, that we saw. Uh, was there a? What, was that a suplex or there? There because there was two no. They, of they them. tried to go do a suplex and then eventually I think Bailey uh, hit a drop toe hold. Oh, Sasha that's right. That looked great. Um, we saw that great sunset flip bomb. Oh, into the that, chair, which was oh, great. that was fantastic that Bailey did to Sasha. That was great. Yeah, what stood out to you? What were some of the spots you liked in this? Match? I mean, you named a lot of them. Um, uh, Sasha's cell on the rose plant on the floor was fantastic. That was great. Yeah, I mean, the finish was fantastic because not only. There was a couple of references. Oh, there was one reference I thought to their Brooklyn match, where Sasha has Bailey in the bake statement early, uh, about halfway through. I guess not mm-hmm. exactly. Early. She did have it in her early, but it, it wasn't the reference where they're against the ropes. And we saw in that match, in Brooklyn match, Bailey in that match had a, a busted up hand, so she reaches for the rope and Sasha kicks it and then pushes mm-hmm. off the rope to roll it over. Mm-hmm. I th- they were about to kind of reference that bit because in this match, obviously. There's no rope breaks. Yeah. Uh, instead, Bailey just kind of escapes out of the ring. But the you know it, it, about halfway through, Sasha tries to choke out Bailey using the chair, like she did on SmackDown this past Friday, where she signed the deal. Bailey escapes that, and then dumps Sasha face for, like trips her up, dumps Sasha face first on there. But then they take your traditional bank statement, and then Sasha takes the chair, puts that around Bailey's head. Mm-hmm. And then is choking her out with the bank statement, and then stomping on the chair with her other foot. Yeah, yeah. Even even after Bailey taps, she's still stomping on the chair. Oh, it was it was a really great. Finish. It was it was really creative, cathartic. Yeah, because Sasha was really selling the passion of I want to beat the hell out of Bailey. Yeah, and I'm doing it. I win. You know what? I won. That's great, and I'll get the title. But this feels pretty good kicking this chair into Bailey's neck. You yeah. know? Yeah. And she was really selling that. Yeah. It was good. It was really good. It was really fun stuff, man. I gave this a five-star rating in my was, Steve yeah. notes because, yeah, God damn it, it damn this was good. so good. It was damn good. Yeah. And it was, there were twists and turns. At, you know, at, at any point in the last third, if either of them had won, I'd have been like, 
it made total sense yeah because the 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 storytelling was that good yeah that sunset flip was so unexpected and so wonderfully performed oh i know it was so good it was so good it was so good um yeah and uh, after that uh hurt business interview uh mvp is asked who did you choose to face retribution uh and since lashley's in his gear charlie assumes it's lashley uh and uh mvp was like you know, hey, Lashley is CEO of the Hurt Business. He's the almighty and like the legendary kings of old. He doesn't order us into battle. He leads us into battle. That was so good. That was really good stuff, yeah. That was so good. And then yeah. he's asked, uh, who have you chosen to put up against Lashley? And at first they're like, T-Bar. Uh, no, the one with the bad mask. <laughs> Shelton says, the one with the bad mask, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they eventually decide on Slapjack. Um, and then MVP responds directly to Ali and says, hey, because Ali said earlier that her business is just like WWE driven by profit. Uh, MVP says, yeah, sure, we're driven by profit, but we're also driven by inflicting pain on people. And MVP says, let's make it interesting. Let's do a one-on-one match. No one in, the, in anybody's corner. And also, let's put up the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. And then Lashley's like, all right, I'm, I'll be, bring out anybody. I'll be waiting in the ring. Let's fight. Mm-hmm. And that was next, and it was Slapjack. And uh, Slapjack, try as he might, uh, is not enough to, to best the Almighty. He, I hope, at least he didn't elbow his way into a, a, a hurt lock. Here's one of them. Michael, here's another one. Yeah. Go ahead, take my arms. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, yeah, you know, Slapjack, obviously, the probably the least powered up member of the group. Um, I don't know, man. The way he's been hitting the gym, that might change. Shane Thornton looked great. He looked pretty big. Yeah, he looked great. He did look really good. Uh, but, you know. He, he was adjusting his mask the entire time when he was in the ring. That didn't help things. They got to lose those masks, man. Yeah, dude. They should have gone with, like, I don't know, face paint or something cool. I don't know. Well, they hit, they do have face paint underneath the mask. They all have oh, face paint. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, they all do. Well, about, I don't know about Shade Thorne because his mask His mask is pretty all encompassing, yeah. Face, but, but Dijak and Mia Yim and, uh, and Dio Madden all have face paint. Like, Dio Madden masks. and T Bar, they both have really good looks about them. And I'm not saying that Shane Thorne doesn't, but it's obvious that those are your two standout guys. Um, Mia Yim is terrific. And mm-hmm. then Shane Thorne is just the guy who is around to eat pins. But seemingly at this point, the entirety of Retribution is around to eat pins. Uh, you know, hopefully that'll change at some point. Yeah. Yeah, this is this was some bad strategy from uh, Mustafa Ali. It's all just being made up as they go along. And they're just booking them into the ground. I know. And it could be really cool stuff. But, I mean, Ali, he's great in everything. But the bottom line is, at a certain point, it's not going to matter. You need to get some wins. You need to establish. Here's the thing. As as good as he could be from a performance aspect, like his promo, he was selling that. When When he was fleeing the ring tonight because Hurt Business runs in, he was really selling that. From a performance aspect, he's great. But without wins and without... Because, like, the last couple weeks... Retribution looked a bit foolish. Yeah, they have. Here's the thing, too. Performance can't trump that, you know? You if have, you book a faction to look weak, they're going to look weak. It can't. It can't. Lashley wins, and then Retribution immediately hits the ring. They're out there with him for a good 30 seconds, and Lashley isn't really even breaking a sweat. He's not in much danger. No, he fends them all off. And then her business comes down. So if you want to do something, you have maybe retribution, like I don't know the 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 B the B team, build like a wall at the entrance so that 
Hurt Business can't help him and you really destroy the guy. You don't have Lashley single-handedly destroy everybody like the Fiends single-handedly destroy all of Retribution last week. They don't care about these guys. They're, it, it's 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 clown show is what it is. Anyways. Yeah, virtually. virtually. We had our it's... main event. Drew McIntyre yeah. versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. So over here on Wikipedia, uh, they're telling me that this match was 30 minutes and 35 seconds. And it felt that. Drew versus Randy? Yeah. I thought that the pay-per-view, I felt like the, for whatever reason, I don't know why, I kind of feel like it was the pace of the pay-per-view. Like, the other stuff I thought was so good. And right before this, we had, like, a really short, wonky squash match. That this match, going from place to place, it didn't feel as lethargic as the ambulance match. Um, So, I I don't know. I, I actually kind of enjoyed this match. Uh, I don't know if I if if I gave it four stars, it probably deserves like three and a half. But you know they they took some pretty. I'll give it three and three fourths. They they took some pretty crazy bumps in this mat while he's drew. Oh yeah, there were some good spots. There was just a, a section you know uh, in the middle where you know they were trying to make this as physical mm-hmm. as they could. Yeah, in your typical methodical Orton fashion. Yeah. And in comparison to the prior two, and maybe if we hadn't had two really good Hell in a Cell matches. Before this one, oh, it could be. Maybe yeah. My opinion would be different because yeah. the storytelling in the first one was really good. Yeah, it was methodical and it wasn't fast paced by a stretch of the imagination, but the storytelling was so good. Storytelling is really good. Yeah, you're it, invested. Engrossed in you. Yeah. And then Sasha and Bailey, there was just no let up. Yeah, it was terrific. On top of the incredible storytelling, there was just a really great match, and then mm-hmm. this was good. Yeah, yeah. But it didn't have the immediate hook of the other two. Yeah. Until basically the last third. Yeah. So uh Randy uh disguised. He loves to disguise himself this the, these days and stuff. Again, disguising yourself and then and then uh not and benefiting. And it did nothing. It. it did nothing. No. So he was disguised nothing. as like a production guy tries to attack uh Drew uh before Drew even gets in the cell. Uh Drew, you know, it doesn't work. He just Drew gets the drop on him. Uh but you know, it, it's a pretty brutal match. Uh Uh so the big spots here um, let's see. Well, look how the, the huge turning point is 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 Randy. At one point, he produces some uh, bolt cutters from underneath the ring. Yeah, goes and cuts the chain off the door. Goes through. He and Drew fight out on the the stage um, and the ringside area for a bit. Uh, Orton eventually gets the upper hand, and then he looks up. And again, this is where experience matters. Orton looks up, sees opportunity. Mm-hmm. He goes and climbs the top of the cage, and there's a really good shot where he's up top, kind of looking over the edge. And Drew, you know, they got the long lens to make the cage look like it was 100 feet high. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you cut to Drew, and there's nerves. Mm-hmm. You know, he's never been in that situation before. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. well, I, I, I'm going to win. I got to do this. So he climbs up. Um, they brawl for a bit up there. Somehow, uh, uh, Randy Orton uh, found a toy lightsaber up there. Um, <laughs> piece yeah. of pipe. Yeah. Um, takes a swing. Drew ducks it. Eventually, though, Orton does hit Drew with a piece of pipe, climbs back down. They brawl on the side, and then Orton knocks Drew off, sends him through the announce table, and, and try as he might, that's kind of like the one uh, bit of offense that Drew couldn't overcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he was really messed up. He had like a big yeah. glob of blood right here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he looked in really bad. So he was selling it really, really good. So Drew starts crawling uh, back to get inside the ring, and Randy's just stalking him the whole time. Um, they get in, uh, Randy goes for, uh, an RKO drew hits a claymore, but Randy immediately rolls out 
Drew's able to get him back in, goes for another Claymore. Randy Ducks hits his RKO and gets three on that. So we've got a new WWE champion, and Mm -hmm. Miz did not cash in because Randy looked just fine. Yeah, he looked totally fine. Yeah, yeah. Drew looked beat to hell. Randy Orton could have another three matches tonight. (laughs) That's right. The way he looked, man. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought it was a pretty entertaining hell. So I thought there was enough. I'm glad they didn't pad it out with, like, more matches. Um, I'm glad they kept it to what they did. It gave everybody time to breathe. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. in the case of the main event, too much time to breathe. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, so there you go. Uh, that's our review for Hell in a Cell. Twitch chat, if you want to stick around, we'll answer some of your yeah. questions. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.